Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. Bill Ryder with you. Good to be back. Missed some days last week. Miss Pretty Daddy, the executive producer. Missed being Writer Than You. And miss your phone calls. 855 212 for CBS, Twitter Sports Rider, Sports R E I T E R. Good morning, Tom. How you doing, buddy? Happy uh Daylight Savings. Darkness more well happy darkness day. Good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. Are you a fan of the darkness? Are you a fan of the of the uh later reality? The what are we doing? We're springing, we're falling back, springing forward. Uh, I believe we're falling back right now, but if memory serves correct, this is the last time we ever have to do it. What are you talking about? No. This is it. This is the last daylight savings. I think. No, we'll do. No, no. The cycle continues forever. I don't. I don't think so. I think this is it. You think they canceled it? I'm pretty sure they didn't. I think they did. I'll bet you a fancy cocktail next time I come to town. You can look it up. We'll effort it. No, no, we're betting a fancy cocktail. But the thing is, you have to not just pay for the fancy cocktail if you're wrong. You have to drink it this time, too. I'm out. You can't stare at the fancy uh, bartender as if he has assaulted you by bringing you a little free little drink. (laughs) You look like he slapped you. You look like a Bears fan watching TV on a Sunday. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Uh, Tom is feeling great today, and he wants to take your phone call. So, again, 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. I have a bear. I'm not sure we'll do an actual mini movie review, but I watched Barbie. Finally, my, my family got me to do it. The big sensation. And the conclusion is I'm stupid. So we'll get into that in about about 20 minutes. We've got some questions about some teams that had otherwise been highly celebrated and believed in in the NFL this year, the Dolphins and the Cowboys specifically. Tommy is selling his stock in one of those teams. I am buying stock in that team. we got a little disagreement. Uh, Very exciting college football weekend. Every Monday we give you five things you need to know from the Saturday before in college football, get you caught up on the action. Our buddy Joe Theismann's going to be on the program in an hour. We've got a great buy or sell. We've got a Monday night football game tonight that is a game, so that's cool. Chargers at Jets, it's it's a game. Actually, there's some interesting implications for each of these teams. There's some ceiling there for two underachieving squads. One self-inflicted, the other because of injury to Aaron Rodgers. All that's coming up. Twitter Sports Writer Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Uh, we will hit, some of you actually... Asked me 
to do a little victory lap on last year. And we've been saying this for a while, but last season when the Bills season ended, we told you they're done, they're finished, the window's closed, the AFC's rising, they are at best stagnating, maybe worse. There aren't, there's not going to be a parade, don't get ready for the celebration, sorry Bills fans. It's all over but the shouting. And while Bills fans were frustrated, the rest of you were interested. We played If Memory Serves Pretty Daddy at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. That's Tom. We even played a year ago the general manager of the Bills complaining about things, but really speaking in not very veiled code, saying, help us, help us, it's finished, it's over. And that became very true yesterday. If the season ended today after that 24-18 loss for Buffalo to the Bengals, they'd be, the Buffalo Bills, out of the playoffs. They'd be done. They're 5-4. and four. They're mediocre. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just there. And it's a reminder how much early parts of the season can sometimes shroud the reality of who NFL teams are. I say this every year. It's always true. It takes a while for an NFL season to reveal itself and for the teams in that season to reveal themselves. Some things are constant. For a long time, it was the Patriots. Now it's the Chiefs. They won a weird game in Germany over the weekend against the Dolphins, but they won because that's what they do. That's what Mahomes does. But it turns out another one of those consistent teams, another one of those absolutes, and it's always the asterisk when healthy, is the Cincinnati Bengals. And they're finally healthy. Joe Burrow is finally right. And in Cincinnati winning that game, and getting themselves to a land of respectability in a division, by the way, where everybody just wins games. Ravens 7-2. We'll get to them later. They might be the best team in the NFL, unlike Tom said two weeks ago. Just kidding. That was me. <laughs> it looks like I was wrong on that one. Steelers are 5-3. and three. Browns are 5-3. and three. But I think, for me, the most dangerous team in the AFC North, and I'm including the Ravens in that, if we're talking about playoff ceiling, is the Bengals at 5-3. and three. All they've done is 1-1-1 one and one and one since Joe Burrow got right. Beat the Cardinals, not a big win. Beat the Seahawks, good win. Beat the Niners, handily remember. Great win. And then beat a Buffalo team that is supposed to be a competitor in the AFC. Joe Burrow, at this point of his career, is 5-1 and one against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Those were supposed to be the two guardians of the AFC championship. Those were supposed to be the two guys you had to go through in their respective teams to get to a Super Bowl if, like the Bengals and half these other teams that are competitors this year, actual title competitors, you had to go through the AFC. And all Burrow has done is stare that down time and again and win. And remember, against the Chiefs, and every game against the Chiefs is a big game. They've beaten the Chiefs in big games. They've beaten the Chiefs in an AFC championship game. And we wrote them off. Bengals team that started 0-2, got to 1-3, felt insurmountable. We sort of threw around the idea it's a 17-game season now, not a 16-game season like a couple years ago. So maybe they'll find a way to claw their way back in. And all Cincinnati has done is found a way to win games. They have scored opening drive touchdowns in four straight games after scoring a total of three points on opening possessions in the first four games combined. Last night, Burrow was Burrow, which is to say 31 of 44, almost 350 passing yards. Season high, had a couple touchdown passes, did not turn the ball over, completed a pass to seven or eight different receivers. And if you watched the game, if you just saw, and I know this is armchair psychology, but there's something to it. And any quarterback, last year, Theisman will tell you, swagger, confidence, the ability to transmit your belief, not faking it, 
your actual belief you're going to win this game to your football team matters. And Burrow's that guy again. The way he, he handles himself, the way he walks onto the field, the way he conducts himself under center, you can just tell the dude's no longer in physical pain. He's no longer hampered by that injury. He's back to being himself. And, and Joe Coolish returned, too, after the game. Because a lot of guys would be false bravado or fake humility. Burrow just very calmly walks people through the reality of who they are, what they are, and the belief, different ways he always says it, that they're winners and they're going to win. Nine games left, so uh, we're 5-3 we're and three right now. We're in a great spot. Uh, we just got to continue to get better. Really happy with how we played the last couple of weeks. We got to keep it going. Uh, and we were 1-0 this week. We got to be 1-0 next week, too. This week means nothing. Uh, we'll come in tomorrow, watch the tape, lift, go about our business, and um, we'll go from there. Go about our business, throw touchdown passes, throw 10 passing TDs with no picks in the last four games, return to who I am. This is the other reminder of why the quarterback you have is remarkably significant. Because there are going to be injuries to football teams over the course of a year. You're going to miss offensive linemen. They're going to come back. You're going to miss skill players. They're going to come back. You're going to miss guys in the defensive end. They're going to come back. That's true of every football team. It's the National Football League. Guys beat the hell out of each other. And it's certainly true for the Bengals. The common denominator here, the change, is that Joe Burrow wasn't right to start the year. And this team started 1-3. and three. And they have been right since that point. He has been right. He has been Joe Burrow again. And they've won four consecutive games, including three games against teams that are probably, or at least in the Bills' case, should be playoff teams. And a Cardinals team that's not amazing, but has played people tougher than you'd think. Tough enough, their quarterback got traded to the Vikings to try to salvage their season right at the deadline. Because Joe Burrow is the guy and Joe Burrow is back. I understand the Ravens are 7-2. I understand the Ravens are almost certainly, although I say almost certainly, they're only up a game in the, in the loss column. The Ravens are the favorites to win that division. And the Steelers, who are pesky, forget pesky. They're just so well coached. Can, can someone just give Mike Tomlin the Coach of the Year award right now? I don't care what record they finish with. Because it's going to be at a minimum, at a minimum, 9-8. and eight. So the Steelers are in there. The Browns are in there. Deshaun Watson, when he's playing, play over the weekend, look, looking better. So it's not as if Cincinnati has an easy path to get to the top of that division. And when I say Cincinnati's got the higher ceiling, that they're the better team, that I think they're more dangerous, it's not because I don't think the Ravens are outstanding. I understand that I should have had them higher ranked a couple weeks ago. They look good, and all the Twitter chatter, they're the best team in the NFL right now, maybe. But I've seen this story before. I've seen a Ravens team that went 14-2 and and then the playoffs came, and what happened to the Ravens and happened to Lamar Jackson was what happened to a lot of quarterbacks. They just they couldn't win. Joe Burrow wins the difficult games. Joe Burrow is the second most reliable bet in the National Football League after Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to update the take that I gave you a year ago, and it's why I started with the Bills. The Buffalo Bills were supposed to be, even if they played a second fiddle to the Chiefs, one of the two teams that guarded the path to Super Bowls in the AFC. It was supposed to be Buffalo because of Josh Allen and the culture they'd built and the team and everything they could do and the defense. It was supposed to be Josh Allen who maybe as a 1B behind Mahomes, was going to compete for MVPs, was going to win big games, was going to host occasionally AFC Championship games, or at least go away to a place like Kansas City and compete in those and maybe win some. We told you a couple years ago here on the show, I don't think it's happening. And we told you last year, they now know it's not happening. That Buffalo's window had closed. That they didn't have the ability to go up a couple more levels. 
and the AFC was going up a couple more, couple more levels, so they were left behind. What I didn't know, what very few people saw coming, but which wasn't clear two, three years ago, certainly three, is that it was a hapless organization behind a quarterback they drafted number one overall. This happens a lot, right? Who got injured to start his career. Who was going to be that guy? Are the Bengals the Chiefs? No. Is Joe Burrows Patrick Mahomes? No. But I'll take that football team because of that quarterback over anybody in the National Football League on either side of the equation who are not the Chiefs and who are not Mahomes. Because yet again, yet again, Burrow's done something that feels almost impossible. Or at least something that's so rare that it takes a level of confidence and greatness. It really reminds me of Aaron Rodgers back in his prime when you would get so far under the gun, so far behind the eight ball in NFL season that a lot of quarterbacks and teams wouldn't be able to reclaim their place back on a path to competing. The moment the Bengals started 1-3 because of injuries to Joe Burrow, because he could not be healthy, the minute Burrow got in that spot, every single game became a playoff game of a sort. Became a game you had to win to keep your head above water. I mean, this is just a 5-3 and three team. That's all they are. Bengals are 4-4 four and four on the outside looking in, and it's a little too little too late probably if they don't beat a, a Bills team over the weekend. That's a good football team. That's a challenge. And what does Joe Burrow do? Beats the Cardinals handily. Plays a Seahawks team that's really tricky. Barely beats that football team. Goes and plays a Niners team that at the moment, most of us thought with Brock Purdy where he was, were the best team in the National Football League. Beat him handily. Then play a Buffalo Bills team that's still pretending. They know the truth, and I know the truth, and we'll say it out loud, but are still pretending... Hey, we're one of the we're the, we're among the elite of the, of the AFC, and Joe Burrow beats them too, and that's what separate, separates Burrow so far from Tua Tagovailoa, and from Dak Prescott, and from Kirk Cousins when he was healthy, and from Josh Allen the last few years. He wins games when he has to, and every game has been, if not a must-win game, a critical football game, and quietly under the radar because it's one week at a time, because you can't do it all at once. Joe Burrow has reminded everybody, outside of Mahomes and the Chiefs, he's the best in the game. They're the best team in the game. Because winning games, when it feels impossible, when it's stressful, when it's critical, that's the deal. We'll do power rankings tomorrow. Give me the Bengals over everybody. Ravens better football team on paper right now? Of course they are. Are the Eagles a better football team on paper? And they have, maybe have a bigger argument because they made a, a Super Bowl last year. Of course they are. It's only Burrow who goes and stares down Mahomes and doesn't flinch and doesn't lose. It's only Burrow who constantly beats Josh Allen again and again and again, has replaced him as the second most important quarterback in the National Football League. Credit to the Bengals. Way to go, Cincinnati. You guys are legit. Here's my question for you. 855-212-4CBS. Look, you want to argue about Cincinnati, we can do it. I'm, I'm here for it. I don't think there's a question how good the Bengals are when Joe Burrow's right. I think that was this weekend's major reminder. Well, that and don't do critically great games in Germany. I guess that was another lesson from the weekend. But on the positive, that's the Tom lesson, right? We do yin and yang, the positive, the negative. But the other question becomes, are the Bills still good enough? You know my answer. Is Buffalo, along with the Browns, the Dolphins, I think now fall down to this category, if you think a team like the Chargers is going to figure it out? I don't. Is Buffalo still good enough to believe in as a Super Bowl contending team, as a team that has even a minuscule window. If you made a list, and people were doing that this morning, of all the title contenders, all the teams that can actually get to Vegas and win, it doesn't mean you have a 
50% chance. But if you're a legit, you got a legitimate shot, maybe that list is four teams, maybe it's nine. Do you put Buffalo on there? I don't. Do you? 855-2124-CBS. Buffalo, by all means, defend your honor. I'm here for it. I want to hear it. 855-2124-CBS. We'll talk a little Buffalo Bills, and we'll get into the Cowboys and the Dolphins. One of us is selling their stock. One of us is selling the other team's stock. Why there are doubts among both those groups next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Candyland or Shoots and Ladders? Which game is better? Both of them. I grew up playing both of those Me games. Too. I like Candyland better. The best game is Sorry, though. Mm, I wasn't a Sorry guy. Yeah, because you're never sorry. That's you have true. To be, you have to be able to say the word I'm sorry. Literally. You have to say sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's not my style, man. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Let me give you some facts about the Buffalo Bills. Let me back up my doubts with just some realities. It's not hate. I like the city of Buffalo. I've spent some time there. Cool place. Reminds me of my hometown, Dubuque, Iowa. But none of that changes the fact that Buffalo is now 5-4 and four in the season. They're 2-4 and four against AFC teams. Josh Allen's thrown a pick in five consecutive games. He's tied with Jimmy G for the league lead in interceptions. Now, Garoppolo's played fewer games, but still, that ain't great. Allen's tied for second in total quarterback turnovers because he's got a couple fumbles he's lost. And Buffalo only has a single road win this season against the Commanders. And as as I mentioned, Buffalo would not be in the playoffs if the playoffs started today. Obviously, AFC Really, really tough. AFC North, all those teams would be in the postseason. I mean, it is, it is crowded. Here's their remaining schedule, Tom. We already said good morning, but good morning again. Good morning again to you. 
double good morning Monday style. All right, they play the Broncos. That should be a win. Okay? Six and four. They play the Jets. I, I don't think that's a guarantee. Jets are playing great defense. They lost him earlier in the year, too. Yep. And that first game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They go at the E. Let's just say they beat the Jets, okay? Let's say they beat the Jets to get to seven, seven and four. You lose to the Eagles seven and five. You lose at the Eagles. You lose at Kansas City seven and six. You play the Cowboys. Ugh. Somebody's got to win that game. You host that game. At the Chargers, you should win that game. Versus New England, and then at Dolphins, you could split that. You could easily, they could easily be nine and eight at the end of the year. They've already lost to New England, who has the worst record in the AFC. You're right. Now, Buffalo did beat the Dolphins already, but the game's in Miami. Different kind of deal. And it's going to get cold in Buffalo, and you got to think there's going to be a re- serious home field advantage against some of these teams, against Dallas, certainly. I- I'm out. Uh, you you want to talk me to Buffalo? You want to you you uh, buy stock while it's low? I actually don't think they're making the playoffs. And I never thought that to be the case before this season started. I was with you that they weren't a Super Bowl contender. I always thought they'd make the playoffs, though. And going through that stretch they have to finish the year, I don't think so anymore. Here's a tough reality in life. This this is a tough one. And it's a little oversimplified, but I don't think it's super oversimplified. My wife last night, none of us could sleep, right? All of us are on this weird daylight savings. So she made me watch John Hamm clips from Mad Men, which is amazing. Right? I I feel sorry for you, the guy says. I'm in the elevator. John Hamm says, I don't think about you at all. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Takes down Duck Phillips. I don't have a contract. Amazing. And it reminded me, by the way, not a likable character. Don Draper. Have you not seen Mad Men? Don Draper is basically Tony Soprano. Not a good guy, but you root for him. Uh, what gives it away that I haven't seen it? This blank look that I'm giving you yeah. right now? My point is this, Tom. There are winners and there are losers in the world. There's a bunch of people in the the middle, right? But there are, especially those that choose professions or realities in life, where it's pretty straightforward. You win or you lose. Where you're in a competitive, competitive, competitive business. Like, I don't know, the National Football League. Buffalo, they do not win the games they're supposed to. And and the Cowboys fit the same parameters for me. I've said this a lot. And, And the Dolphins maybe are getting there a little bit. Dolphins lost against the Chiefs over the weekend in Germany. I mean, that's a weird... It's a weird game. They all—they just both those teams looked off. But can I give you a a sequence that I think sums up the Cowboys? Because you can point to any team in any season, like oh, they hear this here and this injury, and this was a close call, and the Cowboys still have a winning record. Okay, here we go. End of the game against and a really—they're playing a really good football team. They only lost to the Eagles twenty-eight twenty-three. They had a chance to win that game. They moved the ball down the field. They got to what? The Eagles' six-yard line with 30 seconds left, 27 seconds left, first and five. And here's here's how Dallas finished the game. And I'm just going to give you the facts, and you tell me, Tom, because I get confused. If this is what winners do, right, this is John Hamm, or what losers do, that poor short guy in the elevator with him. Good thing you work for me then. Not you. I'm talking about John Hamm talking to the little guy. <laughs> False start. Okay, that's not great, but there's still, I guess, some time. Dak takes a sack for a loss of 11 yards. Front row, incomplete pass. How about a delay a game penalty? Put that on coaching and character and poise. And then, at the end of the game, they have to get the ball in the end zone. Now, I'm not good at math. I tried to help my daughter Madeline with her math homework the other day. By the way, what are they teaching kids today? Astrophysics? Physics? 
I try to do her like, I'm, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Go into acting. I don't know. But I do know, despite my lack of math skills, that at 28-23, three points ain't going to get it done, Tom. See, that would get you to 26. So you got to get the ball in the end zone. And Dak Prescott throws the ball to C.D. Lamb short of the end zone. He threw to the three-yard line. Now, I'm just I'm trying to understand. That what winners do? Is that a John Hamm move? Or that a, that a loser move? That's not what winners do all right. at all. That sequence there, that's got to be on Dak and a combination of Mike McCarthy. That's not a disciplined team. Like <laughs> to have those penalties when you have a chance to win that game against the team with the best record in the league in their house. We're in Philadelphia. Like if you look at that bo- box score yesterday, Dak Prescott, you would have thought played a great game, and he did for stretches. For stretches, he did. That final drive. He teased you. They moved the ball all the way down the field in a, in a matter of seconds. And then they just spit up on themselves to end the game. Spit up on themselves? But who's been, who's been, who's got a little kid? Uh, winners win, losers lose. So I, I don't think Dallas will ever achieve the levels that they aspire to with Dak Prescott. On the record, saying that we'll see if it changes. It's not going to. Right than you. Okay. Buffalo's a little different for me. I, I, I don't think they're a bad football team. I just don't think they're a great football team. And I think that the, the expectations that they established and the way Josh Allen played a few seasons ago were never going to be realized when they didn't get it done, when it was just the Chiefs. And the Chiefs were still sort of figuring out their superpowers. Now there are a number of teams that have gotten right. And I think have easily passed Buffalo. The Dolphins are a team I'm not willing to sell on yet. Miami's a team that I'm not, and I, I know I know the stats. What did you tell me today? They've only beaten one winning team. They they lose to the Chiefs. But that game in Germany, I mean, everybody looked hungover. It looked like they were playing beer pong, you know, where everyone's just not right. I st- you are selling your Dolphin stock, which I think is silly. You're giving up already. Don't give up. There Stay was- with Tua. There was no bigger Miami supporter than me. I love Tua the person. I love Tua the quarterback. I think he's obviously on record pace with Tyreek Hill. Like, everything is clicking. They can't beat winning teams, Bill. They can't do it. They can't beat the Bills. They can't beat the Chiefs. They can't beat the Eagles. And, like, look, I know two out of those three teams are probably the two best teams in football. I was going to say, they almost beat. They om- I mean, they were in the game with the Chiefs. It was just a bad game. I actually think this game would have been worse from a Miami standpoint had this game been an arrowhead and not Germany. Like, they didn't capitalize. Like, Kansas City's offense did not look great yesterday. Travis Kelsey didn't do much. Like, they did not do much offense. Mahomes didn't have 200 yards passing for the first time in forever. Like, they did not play well either, and Miami could not capitalize. I'm not selling on the Miami Dolphins. Maybe, they're, maybe they are the Arizona Cardinals of a couple years ago. When that team came out of the gate and won all of their games, and Kyler Murray was touted, not even touted, he was the betting favorite to be the MVP, and they fell apart. I don't think so. All right, let me tell you a quick story about how I'm stupid. First of all, have you seen Barbie? I already know the answer. You haven't seen Barbie. I have not. My family's been wanting to watch Barbie forever. This will either make me sound rational and smart or cheap. Maybe they're the same thing. I'm not spending 20 20 minutes. I am spending 20 minutes. I spent two hours. I'm not spending $20 on Barbie. I'm not opposed to Barbie. I just wasn't that and Oppenheimer. Didn't have a strong I don't have a strong interest in seeing either film. Didn't want to go to was it was it Barbenheimer? When people went to both movies? Is that right? <laughs> that sounds right. Okay. The movie got marked down to like nine bucks. 
My kids found it. They wanted to watch Barbie. Like, all right. So the movie starts, right? It's a two-hour movie, and it's in black and white. My kid's like, what is this? I'm like, Henry, it's, it's art. See, it's, it's, it's a... <laughs> He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's so like 20 minutes in the movie. It's in black and white. I'm thinking, why is this movie in black and white? Like, it's part... <laughs> And he's like, what's going on? This is boring. I'm like, Henry, Henry, Henry. And my wife's sitting there. I'm like, the way it works, buddy, Henry's 11, is, is when she gets to the real world, I think it's going to turn to color. And it's going to be. We watch an hour of this damn movie in black and white before we realize, I Google it, it's not supposed to be in black and white. It's a color movie. That's why <laughs> Something happened on the TV where I watched an hour of this Barbie movie, which was not. I didn't, you know what Barbie is? Barbie's the Buffalo Bills. Is it a bad movie? It's not a bad movie. Is it a championship contending movie? It is not a champion. It's just, and so then I had to turn the TV off and turn it back on. All of a sudden, it's the whole thing's in color. So then we had to start it over the next night. I had to watch the first hour again. Wow, because I was actually going to say, was that Terrible. why it was nine dollars? Because you got the black and white version. <laughs> yeah, I got the with or without color, an extra nine bucks. Very surprising to hear that it was actually your own television. Yeah, the TV just, just it. So the whole time, then my kid. This is the second time he's looked at me like I'm an idiot because I told him I wasn't going to meet Messi. He's like, I knew it wasn't supposed to be in black and white art movie. Like storm, you know, stormed out. Wait, I'm never listening to you again, Dad. Dad, you're you're an idiot. Henry, it's important that you study and go to college. Uh huh. Like the Barbie movie ten years ago. Not doing it. Going to Vegas. Gotta try my luck at blackjack. Father of the year. My point is, don't watch. I, I don't think you need to watch the Barbie. It's not bad. Look, don't get me wrong. It's just not amazing. Now, have you seen the other movie of the year? Have you seen Oppenheimer? No, I have no interest in that either. Luckily, no one in my family wants. I think it's seven hours long. I'll just wait till it goes down to nine bucks. I mean, I actually like Christopher Nolan. So, are you a big Christopher Nolan fan? Yes, I am. Have you seen it? I have not. Are you ever going to watch it? Probably not. I'm not. Like, we survived. I, I'm glad that we didn't have nuclear holocaust in well, the 19 yeah. whatever it is. Just because you know what happens ultimately doesn't mean it's not an enjoyable movie. I do want to watch, what's the new Leo movie, Scorsese movie? Killers of the Flower Moon? That's wrong. Might be right. By David uh, Grant, the book. I didn't know there was a new Leo movie. You are a pop culture. You know what? You're the Buffalo Bills, too. <laughs> I'm here. Perfect. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I just you didn't know there's an it's on every it's it's on every commercial everywhere. No, didn't know. You just broke some news to me. All right. I really thought Barbie was such a sensation. I thought it was going to be just riveting. Or I, why are you laughing? I really did. It's just like okay, all right, your dolls and you're in the real world. I don't really think you're the demographic for the Barbie movie. That's huh? fair. That's fair. Now, did your daughter enjoy the movie? She refused to watch it with us. She, did, it was just me, my wife, and my son was like, uh, it's fine. Did your wife enjoy the movie? I think she did. I think she thought it was good. All right. But in fairness, if I'm not the demo, aren't most of the people listening also not the demo? Uh, yes. I Don't can you think we skew heavily male here on yes, CBS Sports Radio? I can see why you connected those dots, yes. Are you going to watch the Barbie film? Probably never. Here's my pro tip to you. If you start the Barbie film and it's in black and white, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Got it. Nailed you're it. doing it wrong. Maybe I didn't notice because every Bears game is in black and white to me because that's how I see it. All right, great talk, Tom. Good to be back. Missed you. How were the la- I-, I missed a couple days last week. I finally got the sickness for my kids. Missed you too.
Thanks, buddy. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. A wild weekend in college football. We've got five things you need to know from this past weekend around college football. We'll get that to you after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I mean, you can give me the side eye, but how about your husband over there who's climbing through the bushes? I mean, like, let's just, <laughs> let's walk back the judginess a little bit. You know what I'm saying? On CBS Sports Radio. What was that about? Well, I don't even know what, I was, what am I talking about over there? I believe that was from last week when you were at a okay. Halloween get-together. Oh, yeah, that guy was real drunk. Because I, was, I wasn't dressed, I don't know, I wasn't cool enough. Breaking news, I'm not cool enough, lady. The kid still goes to school with your kid. Deal with it. We don't all buy our clothes at Gucci or, you know. <laughs> I was going to say Banana Republic, but that's not that's not fancy, right? Uh, that was news to me. It's fancy to me. Is it? You know what else is fancy? Free stuff. Or maybe it's not fancy, but it's awesome. Just like Tom. Not that Tom's free. Look, stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. We're on the Odyssey app. Get on the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get on the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. Only I could watch the Barbie movie that's just bedazzled in pink for an hour in black and white and think, when's, when are they pulling a Wizard of Oz and just changing it to color? Don't this worry, Henry. Weird. It's going to change. It's going to change. Don't worry. Glad I got to watch that first hour again. Let's do five. You know, let's, let's do this. You don't need to know about Barbie, but there are five things you do need to know about college football. Your security clearance is on a need-to-know basis. And these are five things you need to know. Number one. 
All right, Bill, let's start things out west. We had a combined 94 points and nearly 1,100 yards of total offense that all led to Washington beating USC at the Coliseum on Saturday night, 52-42. to Huskies running back Dylan Johnson had 256 rushing yards and four touchdowns, while Heisman hopeful quarterback Michael Penix Jr. threw two touchdown passes and then ran one in himself. The Huskies are now 9-0 on the year and play Utah this weekend. Now let's look on the other side. Trojans quarterback Caleb Williams after the game was seen embracing his family in the stands and getting very emotional after the loss. USC is now 7-3 on the season and out of the AP Top 25 for the first time under Lincoln Riley, USC has given up 44 points per game over their last six games which all led to the Trojans firing their D.C. Alex Grinch yesterday. Grinch, as you know, came over from Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. There's so much to unpack here, including this guy just got fired just before Christmas, and his name is Grinch. (laughs) You thought of it, too. Oh, one of the first things I thought of. Lincoln Riley's a failure at USC is fascinating. And, well, I think all of us assume he's going to figure it out, that assumption is not predicated on a lot of good signs. If you have a generational quarterback, if you have in Caleb Williams, arguably, and maybe it won't go this way, but it's certainly reasonable to believe that could be the best quarterback he recruits in his first, if he gets this long, five, six, seven, eight years there, and you can't be a top 25 team, you are in deep, deep trouble, is one. Two... And Tom, I'm curious where you come. I watched this game, and when Caleb was the first, it was the first day where I was, I was so sick on. I had a crazy fever on Thursday, Friday, and I was, I went just went through my. I was texting my other job, the, the people that book TV hits, and I was gibberish. I <laughs> I could do no. I was gibberish. Oh man, I didn't get any of those. I know. I want to leave you alone. I have mixed feelings on how I feel about Caleb Williams' response because you know, be emotional, be frustrated. I get it. I do wonder if if that will be a mark for against him by NFL teams making evaluations. That kind of public emotion after a loss in a close game where, by the way, again, USC put up a ton of points and their defense is terrible. But the, the final point is, and it's not going to happen, if Washington wins out, they should be the number one team in the country because it's the best conference in the country. That's my main takeaway. Yes! It's a good yes. win. Yes! They should be number one tomorrow. Yeah, they should be number one. They won't be. Absolutely will not be, but they absolutely should be. But beyond that, I don't care what happens in all the other games. The Pac-12 is the best conference in football. And I don't know that they're going to do it because there are challenges and and a team like Utah you can slip up against. But if they win out, if they are undefeated heading into the college football playoff, they should be the top team. The end. Number two. All right, Bill. Jalen Milrow set an Alabama quarterback record with four rushing touchdowns as the Tide pulled away from LSU in the second half on Saturday, winning 42-28. to Alabama has now won seven straight after their lone loss of the season, which came to the Texas Longhorns. Saban and company now sit in sole possession of the SEC West division lead. Meanwhile, LSU, their quarterback Jalen Daniels was knocked out of the game in the second half and put into concussion protocol. Daniels, before he got knocked out of the game, accounted for 382 yards of offense and three touchdowns. He left the game just two minutes into the fourth quarter on a controversial hit that was not called for targeting. 
Uh, we told you. I told you. Were you LSU on this? I mean, this was to me just a this was a lock. This was the lock of locks. I am an Alabama believer, but at times I was wavering a bit because they have not looked good throughout the season. They haven't. If I can have a, a comparison to the NFL, neither at, at times are the Eagles, right? But you're still, you sort of look at the out. What's crazy about where Alabama now sits is if they win the rest of their games, including an SEC championship game, which they're in, man. They're in. Nick Saban has got them right where he always has them, peaking at the right time, playing better football toward the end of the season. He's obviously figured out how best to utilize his quarterbacks and the quarterback he's chosen to start. They're not as good as most of these other teams. They're not as good as Georgia. They're not as good, I just said, as Washington, and certainly not as deserving. But the thing about Bama is every year, no matter what's going on, no matter what their quarterback reality, no matter how they do or don't play, they're always going to have, what, a top three team in terms of just pure talent? In, in America, and they're going to have the best coach in college football, I think. Certainly, if you don't think that's still true, top three, top two, top five, they always have a chance as long as they only have one loss. Number three. Oklahoma State got the last laugh in Bedlam, beating the Sooners on Saturday 27-24. The Cowboys have actually won two out of the last three matchups in the historic rivalry that officially came to an end with Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 for the SEC after this season. Oklahoma overall has lost two straight games on the year as quarterback Dylan Gabriel has now thrown a pick in three straight games. Oklahoma State is 7-2 and two on the year, and they've won five straight themselves. So, you know the expression, ball don't lie? That the game will create its own karma and correct itself? I do. Okay. okay. I was waiting for the. I saw the nod. I just didn't know if they could. If everybody else could see it. Maybe they can you're not as so powerful. It makes a sound. I just I missed it. There's something to that in Washington winning football games. Washington did not choose for that conference to dissolve, obviously. But all of the latest recalibrations and really destruction of the Pac-12, I think you can trace back in part, at least most recently, to Oklahoma and Texas choosing to leave. And what a beautiful ball don't lie back to backer with Washington, even if they don't win out, but being, I think, the best team in the country, certainly right now the best team in the Pac-12, while on the other side of things, you've got Oklahoma losing this this final Bedlam game. And it's a huge reminder. To me, the main takeaway, good for Oklahoma State, Oklahoma is in deep, deep trouble when they get to the SEC. With all respect to Oklahoma State, if you can't win this game in a year where it feels like you're in a resurgence, good luck being anything other than a game or two over a 500 in an SEC where every week is going to feel like that game, Phil. Number four. And speaking of teams headed to the SEC, let's get to Texas here. Despite Malik Murphy struggling at times in the Longhorns, 33-30 overtime win over Kansas State on Saturday, we still have not seen anything from Arch Manning yet. Now, Malik Murphy finished with two interceptions, 19 of 37 passing on the day, and one lone touchdown. On the other side, the Wildcats scored 16 fourth-quarter points to force overtime. And those 30 points that K-State scored were the most that Texas has allowed in a win this year. The Longhorns finished the regular season against TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. It is going to be brutal for that program and that coach when Alabama beats whatever, Georgia, and gets into the college football playoff, and Texas has one 
one loss and only one loss and one of the best wins out there. But that, that Oklahoma loss isn't good for Texas. Do you see a route for Texas to get to the college football playoff? I don't. And so this is... The win is a distinction without a difference. Maybe it's not a distinction without a difference. It's a, it's a win, which is different than a loss. And, and K-State always plays Texas tough and plays teams tough. And, and congratulations to that program for, for hanging in there. Texas is done, too. And my, this, I, I'll give you the same conclusion. I, I'm not taking shots at K-State. I used to cover K-State. If you're struggling against K-State, what are you going to do when you get to the SEC? Careful what you ask for, Oklahoma and Texas. Number five. Bill, the number one ranked team in the country, according to the committee, that is, found themselves down at halftime against Rutgers on Saturday, 9-7. to seven. I repeat, 9-7. to seven. Now, the Buckeyes did pull away from the Scarlet Knights in the second half and ultimately won 35-16. However, Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord failed to throw for over 200 yards passing for the first time this season, but stud wide receiver Mar- Mar- excuse me, Marvin Harrison Jr., made it five straight games with a touchdown catch. While on the defensive side, Bill, the Buckeyes still have not given up more than 17 points in a game yet this season. I think we got to put this one in context because the final score looks fairly decisive and you can write off a first half. It happens to teams all the time. I mean, Georgia constantly struggles against Missouri, and I know Missouri's better this year, right? You can just sort of constantly... Rutgers is one of the worst college football programs in the country for a would you agree with this for a major conference and a located it's not New York City but people in the rest of the country think it's sort of a New York City market they have no business being in the Big Ten none whatsoever I would rather have one of the castoffs if geography didn't matter of the Pac-2 than have Rutgers nobody cares about Rutgers and so this I don't want to make too much out of Ohio State they won the game they're the fake number one team in the country. We're going to start calling them the fake number one team in the country. Because they're not really the best team in America. I was not happy watching this game on Saturday. They have no business being the number one team in the country. You were rooting so, we all were, so hard for Rutgers. I was rooting for the final score to be a lot closer than it ultimately was. I mean, credit, I guess, to Ohio State for pulling away like they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. But even Class. if they won, I wasn't even necessarily rooting for them to lose. Just to maybe just win a tight game. They have come on. They have no business being number one. If Ohio, if Ohio State had lost that game and then beaten Michigan, would they have gotten to the college football playoff? Probably. Yeah. Probably. It's the bias of these programs. It was a, it's a fun weekend in college football, man. Those are Bill Ryder's five things you need to know on CBS Sports Radio's Writer Than You. I, I think Oklahoma and Texas are screwed. Make a lot of money, though. Sell your soul. Hope you got what you paid for. Let's talk some uh, NFL. Joe Theismann, our buddy, going to break down all the quarterback play from this past weekend next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.